And I'm back this time alone. <laughs> I just had um, some thoughts on my mind and I figured instead of waiting to try to schedule something with RJ since hasn't been working out the past couple of months, uh, I might as well record one on my own, see how it goes. So um, I just wanted to talk about, well, what you see in the title, uh, me trying new things. Uh, just as a background to me, um, I'm one of those people that if I'm not good at something right away, I kind of feel discouraged and don't want to keep doing it. In turn, I kind of just don't like doing things new that are new. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'll try them out, sure, for the excitement, but I won't stick to them because I'll always be like, well, I'm not good at that, so I might as well try something else. I always kind of blame that on my ADD in the past. But um, I think it's more than that. I think it's just, um, I grew up in this era where people really believe that you have to be talented at something or born talented at something to be good at something. So um, if I was automatically not good at something after learning it, I just chalked it up as well. I guess that's not the thing for me. I better go find that one thing that I'm really good at. Uh, but in quarantine and in lockdown, that kind of changed. Um Mostly because, um, well, I was already de developing the habit after um, seeing my therapist for about more than a year at that point, or almost a year at that point. And um, I felt like the way that she and I were talking, um, I just had a lot of self-doubt and self-loathing. And I think that's what led me to believe that I wouldn't be good at anything really and um just going to therapy kind of helped me open up to the idea that maybe i'm not like a piece of garbage that's the worst in the world <laughs> um, and that kind of led me to try to open my mind to trying to do new things so um it, today i kind of want to talk about all the new things that i have tried and how that has helped my mental health so far so one of the first things I wanted to talk about was trying new video games. So in the past, I think before lockdown started, I was only playing like very casual games and my only like super, super serious game was Overwatch. That's not even that serious, um, but I was playing uh, competitive in that. Not well, I was like low bronze uh, and that means like that's the lowest rank possible, <laughs> but that was the game that I was comfortable with, so I never stopped playing it. But in lockdown, um, because a lot of friends were also, like, I was talking to a lot of friends every day and they were playing all these different games, I decided I tried some new ones. So um, it started with, I think it started with Star Wars The Old Republic, because everyone was try kind of like shifting to new games to try. And that was one of the new games that I felt like I was comfortable trying, since um, it's an MMORPG uh massive multiplayer online role-playing game and you don't necessarily have to be dependent on other people in the game since you're playing your own storyline and then you can do whatever you want it just so happens that there are other people in the game and i never thought i'd like that genre i thought it was way too complicated uh there's too much to think about i would worry about the other people all the time but eventually i found that i really enjoyed the genre um it, it helps that it was Star Wars, because uh, Star Wars storylines are always really good. And if you haven't played that game, you should definitely try it if you can. 
But I, I discovered that that's a genre that I am not so averse to. And I could see myself playing it more in the future if I really wanted to. Um, and that did happen, actually. I tried also um, Guild Wars. The first time I tried Guild Wars, I did not enjoy it. Um, it felt, like I said, it just felt too complicated. Like, there was too much to do. But I found myself enjoying it the second time. Um, it's just, I have this natural tendency to fall out of love with games. I don't know why. It just happens. I, I give it, like, a month, and then I'm done with the game. Then after that, I tried uh, Genshin Impact, which I was still enjoying up until about two weeks ago. Um, I think it's considered an, an MMORPG. I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I also tried Final Fantasy XIV, which uh, I still considered super fun, and I might go back to it eventually. Uh, just not right now. I don't see myself playing it religiously right now. Um, aside from that, aside from those games, I also tried um, Rainbow Six Siege. I've been hearing about it for a while because that game has been out for a long time. But it's always kind of intimidated me because you have to be so tactical, and you have to you have to think about strategies and whatever. And I'm not necessarily good at that, or I didn't believe I was good at that. And I just have this inherent fear of playing multiplayer games um, because. I feel like in games like that, especially if you screw up, you, you know, you just lose it for the whole team. Especially in R six, where um, you only have one life, and if you die, you screw it up for the whole team. In Overwatch, you can keep respawning and then just try to figure it out in the next life. Uh, with R six, it's like if you lose that one round, you could possibly lose it for the whole team, and I don't like that idea. That just triggers my anxiety. But I have been playing it a lot lately, and not a lot, a lot, but, you know, enough. And I discovered that it's not, I'm not as bad as I thought I would be. And it's kind of fun. I mean, it's fun to try new games like that where it's unexpe unexpectedly performed better than I would think. <laughs> so, uh, moving away from games, um, I kind of want to talk about the <laughs> of this new genre of music that I've gotten into. I can make a whole podcast about this in the future, but in the past, I was always like, no, I don't get K-pop. K-pop is... I don't know. It's, it's not bad. It's just I don't get the concept. I don't understand the lyrics. Uh, there's too much idol worship involved. I don't get the idea of having to pay extra money at a concert just to get a high five from these people when, you know, other bands or other people sell backstage passes or meet and greets so you can meet them. And in this case, you only get a high five. And then there's all this like, it's too much flash. And I don't understand. And I didn't understand it. So I just kept saying, I'm never going to get into that. It's just not my thing. I don't. I don't judge other people who like it. I just don't understand it myself. That's what I always said. In quarantine, for some reason, um, some people started recommending the um, BTS NPR Tiny Desk performance. And, you know, at this point, the only songs I really knew from them were Boy With Love and Dynamite, because Dynamite had just come out at that time. And I was like, you know, Dynamite's alright, but... I don't know if I'll really be into it. But sure, I'll watch it because people have been recommending it to me. And these people are people I respect and 
uh, whose music tastes I trust. So I put it on and I just found myself like mesmerized by how amazing their performance was. They were just sitting down, but it was amazing. <laughs> so uh, I found myself just kind of like, at first I was just kind of watching the music videos that I knew. So that was Dynamite and Boy With Love and appreciating them a bit more like, the the colors and the artistry and the dancing and everything that kind of went into it and then later that week i found myself saying just like okay i just want to know who they are <laughs> and that's how they say it starts i just wanted to figure out who was who and later on i was watching the jimmy fallon performances because it came around came out around that time also the bts week on jimmy fallon and i found myself in a bts hole and the next thing you know I'm like watching their concert. I have an army bomb. I have albums. I have stickers. Um, I follow pages. I am up to date with some of their content. Not run BTS yet. And I thought I was going to be like, just no, no, I'm just into BTS. But then I found myself listening to more K pop. I listened to Mamamoo. I listened to more Itzy. I'm listening to more Red Velvet. And, you know, it seems really shallow, but just being open to a new genre of music op- just changed like a lot for me and it just it's very different and the conversations i have with people about bts now are like very interesting because they're in that place where i was before where i would say i just don't understand k-pop because i value lyrics i don't understand what they're saying what if they're saying something bad or something i'm not aligned with but then I talk about like how there are bigger celebrities that you don't expect who are into BTS. Like John Cena is a huge part of the army or like a big member of the army. I don't know how to put it, but he's a big fan and he's part of the army. And if you listen to his interviews about why he likes BTS, it just makes sense. It's like they're not just an idol group. They're okay. I'm going to stop because I could really get into it, but it's just interesting the new conversations I've had because of this new genre of music I listen to. And it's not necessarily with people who are in the army or people who are fans of K-pop in general. It's just it's conversations with people who also didn't don't understand it, like I said. And just talking about it in general, like when I talk to RJ and I have all of these facts, of course, he's overloaded with information about Jungkook and J-Hope, but... Uh, he does listen to it and it opens more conversation doors to to us and like we start to listen to more music and different kinds of music and he's always been open to those kinds of genres but it's a new thing for me and I'm really enjoying it so yeah (laughs) Um, now another thing that I really tried that I've, I've always liked but I never thought I was good enough to do it um I've tried art so I think we mentioned it in a previous podcast, but RJ started teaching me how to draw. And at first I was like, I'm, I'm convinced I'm not going to be able to draw because I've been doodling my whole life. It was like one my one frustration. I wanted to be an artist, but I never, you know, I was never good at it. And, you know, if, like I said in my past, if I wasn't good at something right away, I would just believe that, no, I'm not meant to do this. I have to find something else I want to do. But the way that RJ taught me quote unquote no not even quote unquote the way he taught me was very low pressure like you start small and then you move up from there so you have to learn how to draw the basic shapes you have to shade and do the shadows and everything and that way kind of like it it kind of made it more not more but less intimidating 
and less about being good at it, but just enjoying what you're doing. So he would say things like, if you like how it looks, then it's fine because it's it's about what you want. It doesn't have to be perfect, especially with the sketching part where you're just trying to figure out what you want something to look like. That doesn't him saying that it doesn't have to look perfect right away kind of like brought the levels down for me. And I found myself starting to paint. Um, I've been drawing a lot, but then I started painting a lot more because I enjoyed painting more. Um, I've been trying digital art on my iPad. Uh, I been doodling uh, in Procreate and it it's just very different and eye-opening for me because I feel accomplished in a way that I like what I made but it doesn't mean that I have to show it off or I have to be really good at it and be like the best artist or I don't feel the pressure to have to sell something <laughs> that I made um, and I really enjoy that I enjoy the new thing that I tried that is art and painting and drawing and all of that. But I also enjoy this new feeling of not feeling the pressure to be the best at it. Because um, I feel like I limit myself to too much because I have to feel like I have to be the best at it. So yeah, um, along with that, like maybe the last thing that I want to talk about so that this doesn't run too long. Um, another thing that I tried that I've been super intimidated by is baking bread. So there is this recipe that I looked up. It's like the easiest way to bake bread, apparently. And um, at first I was just making it for me because, you know, there was nothing to do in quarantine. So I did the thing that everyone did and tried to start baking, start tried to start baking bread. And I did. And you know what? My bread isn't the worst in the world. It doesn't have the best shape, but it actually tastes like bread. And... I've had people say that it tastes good and I like it with butter, so there's that. But there's no way that I'm going to sell it to anyone because it's not the best bread out in the market. It won't sell, for sure. Um, and it's it's great to know that I don't have to be the best bread artisan or bed bre bread baker out there and still enjoy what I'm doing. I really enjoyed making the bread. I like... Um, I, I hate waiting, though. That's the hard part. I hate waiting for it to rise because I just want it to be done. Um, but it's it's a nice sense of accomplishment, making something that I enjoy eating. And I feel like everyone else who tries it enjoys it, too. So that's another thing that I really liked. Oh, wait, I forgot. There's one more thing that I want to talk about to kind of sum everything up. So for this Lent, usually for Lent, I give something up. Um, in the past two years, I haven't because I was pregnant than breastfeeding. So uh, this time, I'm going to give something else up that I, I'm not going to discuss here on the podcast. But one thing that I'm going to start doing or start giving up is I'm going to give up. How do I put this? <laughs> I'm going to give up talking bad about myself. So again, it's a new thing I'm going to try as well. That's why this is like the summary of my podcast i'm gonna try being nicer to myself so usually when i do things i'm like Shet ang bobo ko, or i'm so dumb or that is, i'm such an idiot or i'm so bad at this i'm bad at everything so for this whole lent and maybe past lent if i can do it if i can keep it up i'm really gonna try to be nicer to myself because 
That is something that I had never thought about before therapy, that I am just so mean to myself when I don't have to be. There are enough people out there being mean to me, so I could try to be nice to myself. Instead, of, I mean, I feel like it's a stepping stone to actually liking myself. I have to practice being nicer to myself. And it's going to be hard because I've lived, what, 31 years um, disliking myself and saying bad stuff about myself because I don't like myself. <laughs> so, uh, it's gonna be, yeah, it's, it's gonna be new and it's gonna be exciting and I'm hopefully gonna try other things and I would like to talk about those things here. And if there's anything in this podcast that you wanted me to talk about a bit more, I think, um, uh, I could do that. I think, it would be nice if me and RJ did a Genshin podcast together because we play that a lot and we enjoy that game. Um, I could talk a bit about BTS. I'm not like a super big fan. Okay, I'm ARMY, but I don't know the most. But I could do a podcast about it if, if anyone wanted to hear about it. I could talk a bit about the art that I've been doing. Uh, just let me know. Uh, I'm open to suggestions and... If you want to hear more solo podcasts from me, these are easier for me to make. Just let me know. Leave me a comment, leave me a DM, something like that. But um, I'm really happy I made this today. So uh, I hope to catch you guys next time. Bye!